All right. We're going to have a discussion here that I hope will clear up some things for some people because it, it's, I'm no expert in this. Um, and uh, I would like a little clarity. But when we talk about vaccine passports or mandates or certificates or, or whatever the case may be, or an employer saying, if you want to work here, you must be vaccinated, like the Edmonton Public School Board said yesterday. If you're going to work in an Edmonton public school, you need to be vaccinated as of the middle of this month. A lot of people immediately result uh, or resort to this is a violation of my rights. I have my rights. You can't force me to do this. Now, we need some clarity on exactly what the Charter of Rights and Freedoms says, what the reasonable restrictions can be, who it applies to, all these sorts of things. So let's have a discussion about that and see if we can't clear up some of the gray areas here. We are chatting with uh, Jennifer Koshan, who's a professor in the Faculty of Law at the University of Calgary. Jennifer, thank you for your time this morning. I appreciate you joining us. Well, thanks for having me. Okay, so let's go through this. Charter of Rights and Freedoms. A lot of confusion, and a lot of people say, you can't deny me this, you can't deny me that. First of all, it applies essentially to the government, right? I mean, that's where the Charter of Rights and Freedoms has control. Exactly, yes. So the Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms applies to government actions and government actors, which means if the government passes a law, that's the sort of thing that can be challenged under the Charter, Um, Or if you have government acting in the role of employer, uh, like a school board um, or or another government department, then potentially the actions of the government as employer could also be challenged. But for private employers, charter does not apply. Okay, so when we're talking about any private business, any non-state-owned business, and, and there seems to be some confusion whether, well, it's not a private company, it's publicly traded. doesn't matter. That's still a private company, right? And any of those private companies, the rules are different when it comes to the charter. That's correct. So you cannot challenge a private company directly under the charter. There is human rights legislation, sure. and human rights legislation applies to businesses, employers, service providers, Um, but the Charter does not apply. Okay. Um, Some of the provisions in the Charter that get thrown around a lot, life, liberty, and security of the person. Um, People talk about that a lot when it comes to vaccines and vaccine mandates. What exactly does that state, and could there be a legal challenge based on that section of the Charter? So Section 7 of the Charter says that everyone has the right to life, liberty, and security of the person, and the right not to be deprived of those things Um, in a way that contravenes the principles of fundamental justice. So that's a bit of a mouthful. Let's break (laughs) it down. Uh, What that means is that if someone is going to argue, for example, that their liberty has been infringed as a result of the vaccine mandate, again, they can only do that if they're challenging some sort of government action, like like a vaccine mandate that the government has imposed. And what they have to do is show that their liberty is violated by that vaccine mandate in a way that contravenes the principles of fundamental justice. Now, what that means is they have to show that there was some sort of procedural unfairness in imposing the mandate, um, that it's arbitrary, that it's overbroad. These sorts of ideas are encompassed within the principles of fundamental justice. So it's not enough for a person to just say, my liberty has been infringed by this government action. There's more that they have to show. Okay, what about the right to equality? That's in there. That, that's something that we all have. We all need to be treated equally under the law, correct? I mean, is that not the key qualifier here? That's right. So everyone has the right to equality, 
but that right is restricted to certain protected grounds. So gender, race, disability, religion, sexual orientation. Um, Again, government actions cannot discriminate on the basis of only those grounds that are protected. So if someone was challenging a vaccine mandate under uh, the equality rights section, which is section 15, they would have to argue that the policy somehow discriminated against them, for example, on the basis of their disability or on the basis of their religion. Okay, so when we, and, and there are some concerns because certainly we're not all being treated equally when you bring in a vaccination certificate. Some people are allowed to do things that others aren't. Um, that doesn't necessarily violate any charter rights. That's correct. Unless they can show, unless the person could show that the different treatment can be connected to one of those protected grounds, um, they won't have a Section 15 argument available. Um, When it comes to um, Section 1 of the Charter, that's the one that I think a lot of people skip over when when they go looking for what what Charter rights of theirs have been violated. It sort of, it gives the government wide range to bring in different sort of restrictions to the Charter. All of our rights can be subject to reasonable restrictions, right? That's exactly right. And so Section 1 of the Charter says that it's open to governments to place reasonable limits on our Charter rights and freedoms as long as those limits can be demonstrably justified in a free and democratic society. And so what that means is that governments have to have a very good reason for placing limits on our charter rights, and they have to show that they've done so in a way that is reasonable. So they can't go too far. They have to appropriately balance um, individual interests with the collective good and those sorts of things. But I think it's very important to remember that no charter rights or freedoms are absolute. It's always open to the government to place reasonable limits on those rights. And, you know, and I just got a text from somebody saying, yeah, that's the key word, reasonable. That will be decided by the courts ultimately, right? I mean, we we can argue about it all we want, but there will be a legal standard set here. Yes, that's right. So it's up to the courts to decide if governments have acted in a way that is reasonable. Um, Courts have said that where governments are responding to some sort of emergency situation, we should give them more leeway. And so they've mentioned things like war or famine or pandemics as the sort of situations where courts are going to be somewhat more deferential to to the choices that governments make and to an analysis of whether they have acted reasonably. Okay. Now, the flip side of this, and a lot of people, this has happened over the last month or so, a lot of people saying, well, I'm vaccinated. What about my rights? Why do I have to be, you know, subject to restrictions and things like that? Because some people refuse to be vaccinated. Um, it's the same thing, right? That's the equality argument. Right. So, so people um, who think the government has gone too far in restrictions for the vaccinated would also have to show First of all, um, either that their liberty had been infringed in a way that contravened the principles of fundamental justice or that there was some sort of discrimination at play. But again, I think it would be difficult to connect the, the, any differential treatment here to a protected ground under Section 15 of the Charter. Okay, now, uh, one more. And I've seen this going around quite a bit lately. Some people talking about taking the government to court for a violation of their right to life. Um, because of the way they've handled this pandemic. I think the legal standard there, they would never get over. But is that a possibility? Are we entitled to 
protections from the government doing things that may endanger our lives? Well, what I almost hear you say is the government not doing enough here to protect our lives. So I think the question is whether government inaction can sometimes be challenged under the Charter. And that, to me, is a very interesting question. It's uh, We normally think of the Charter as uh, protecting us from government actions rather than requiring the government to do things under um, under our law or, or policy. And so it's kind of an untested area. Normally, it's only if, if government has taken certain steps in a, in a particular direction, but they haven't gone far enough that we could challenge their inaction as violating, for example, the right to life under Section 7 or the right to security of the person, which protects uh, the right to health. So it's, it's very much an untested argument, but it's, it's not one without some possibility. Interesting. Okay. I said last one, I lied. Um, when it comes to employers saying you cannot work here if you're not vaccinated, Edmonton Public School Board brought in, we know other employers have. Um, how does that work? Can you be denied the right to work under the charter? Is that okay or is that a violation of your rights? So again, we have to remember that the charter only applies to government. Right. And so it would only be if someone worked for the government or in the public sector that they could bring a charter argument. The other option would be human rights legislation, which applies to all employers. And key thing to know there is that human rights legislation only protects against discrimination. It doesn't protect other rights and freedoms like privacy or liberty. So again, what an employee would have to show is that they had somehow been discriminated against. So for example, if you had an employee with a disability and they could show that their disability prevented them from getting a vaccine, then they might have a good uh, human rights argument that the vaccine mandate discriminated against them. But that's the kind of argument they would have to make. Okay. Um, And, you know, as we said, uh, the people that are happiest about all of this are lawyers, because there are going to be countless challenges, I would think, um, uh, against some of the decisions that have been made. And we'll just have to wait and see how it all plays out. But governments have massive legal departments. I imagine they've walked through this pretty carefully before taking these steps, haven't they? Oh, yes. So governments, you're you're absolutely right. Governments have lots of lawyers on staff. They also sometimes contract work out to private private lawyers. And I would imagine that they would have obtained legal advice before taking any of the steps that that we've been talking about this morning. Yeah, exactly. It's an interesting discussion. Uh, Jennifer, thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you joining us. Thanks very much for having me. You bet. That is Jennifer Koshan, who's a professor in the Faculty of Law at the University of Calgary. And and listen, don't get me wrong. These will be um, taken to court on a number of different bases. We'll see that. We'll see all kinds of court challenges to some of the things that government is doing, some of the things that employers are doing, and we'll have to wait and see where the law stands. But as you heard, the whole charter argument, um, a lot of people think that, I mean, the Charter of Rights is basically to protect you from action from the government. That's what it comes down to, essentially. The government, you know, when they're passing laws or, or doing whatever it is that they're doing, they have to be very cognizant of your charter rights. But when it comes to a private business, it's different. They're not held to the same standard. So, um, you know, if a, if a restaurant says they don't want to have people in here who aren't vaccinated, that's well within their rights to do that. And you don't have a constitutional challenge to that one. As much as you want one, you don't.